this week, Alexis, I I just have questions. No comments, just questions. I hope we can answer them. <laughs> what what did we watch this week, Sid? What got you questioning? This week, we tuned into The Light Between Us, released this year, directed and written by indie creator Ellie Spurs, starring Stephanie Nokweku, Donnie Brown Jr., Gurpreet Singh, and Jimmy Sanabria. All right, let's start the show. Welcome back to the New Chitlin' Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we review a Black independent or low-budget movie just for y'all. All All right, y'all. So like we do every week, we're going to kick it off with our 60-second challenge. And this week it's sponsored by someone even more special. You, the listener. We appreciate y'all for tuning in each and every Monday. And while we have you right here, go ahead and click five stars on Apple Podcast and leave a comment. All right, back to business at hand. Alexis, are you ready to explain the plot of The Light Between Us in 60 seconds or less? I sure am. Let's do it. Um, Michelle is... In D.C. for business for about a week, Mm -hmm. she arrives to try and close a deal and runs into uh, her crush, who is also kind of her stalker. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, His name is Luke. And actually, she realizes that Luke is adjacently associated with her ex-husband, who she ran out on after Mm -hmm. the death of their child. Like, ran across the country, (laughs) like, ran out on. Um, And then she embarks upon trying to piece together her family and her emotions, still processing the murder of her Mm -hmm. child um, in D.C. So, how did I do? Wow, Um, you don't sound very confident because you really... Um, you have three seconds left, so you're fine. Um, but <laughs> Thank you. I didn't really, um, you usually put some belief behind your synopsis, 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 synopsis. <laughs> I really didn't feel, cause you had to dig for that and I understand why, but let's continue with this week's episode. Thank you, Sydney, for extending me 60 seconds to describe the plot of the movie. Now that we all know what went on in this movie. Um, this is available on Amazon Prime for our, our listeners who like to watch the movie before listening to our review. Mm-hmm. Um, now that we know what's up, let's get into our just general thoughts of it. I <laughs> think I need to go first. <laughs> or do you? Because <laughs> well, no, You know I, what? Because... I, I'm, I'm not going to get defensive. I picked <laughs> this movie, and I know Sydney has a lot to say. So Sydney... So you're already getting you defensive. Uh, no, because I'm like, not. I'm good. Like at the beginning, I just have questions. So my opening thought is a question for you. For me? Um, yeah. I know we briefly texted back and forth when we were watching, and I asked you, um, where did you find this film? Um, and you gave me a response. You know, it was it was to my liking for the most part, but I really want you to tell the listeners um, and tell the truth. Where did you find this film? And after you watched the trailer, 
why did you still put it on our list? (laughs) (laughs) Sydney did not ask me these questions before we hit record. I found this film on Amazon Prime because what we do here at the new Chitlin Circuit (laughs) is highlight black independent film. This is an independent film starring two black leads. So that is a that 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 counts here based on our rubric. And mm-hmm. I found it there and I added it to our list. I did add it to our list after watching the trailer and seeing um some things about the movie that mm-hmm. I know I might have gotten some tension from you about, but the only thing the trailer told me was that the production quality wasn't that good. The trailer told me that the movie had audio issues yeah. and that it was going to be a love story between this kind of cute Indian guy and mm-hmm. this black lady. And I was like, okay, why not? It's, in, it's set in DC. Mm-hmm. Fine. It didn't say nothing about <laughs> murder. <laughs> okay? okay. So that's what happened. You know, anyone, you know, for our longtime listeners, I am of the firm stance that. Mm-hmm. Production value, production quality, you know, audio quality, video quality will not keep me from enjoying a good story. And this seemed like it would be a good story. Okay. Thank you for answering my question. And with that, I'll pass it back to you to give your thoughts on the film. You really don't got no thoughts. (laughs) Okay. I'll give my, I'll give my damn thoughts. (laughs) I was taught to say as a small child, ain't this one of the Ten Commandments? If you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. In what book is that a Ten Commandment? <laughs> that's in Corinthians. That's number. That's the eleventh one right there. That's not. That's not in the top ten. <laughs> Nevertheless, here's what I feel about the movie. I was interested in the story at first. I was interested in the premise after watching the trailer, mm-hmm. and halfway through the movie, I was still kind of interested because I thought it was going to be a love triangle. I thought it was going to be like like same girl. <laughs> with mm-hmm. Usher and he who not who will not be named. Yeah, not on this show. <laughs> not on this one. And honestly, I was very charmed when I started the movie and saw a lot of the production issues, like the fact that the main character was dropped off and picked up at the same airport. The same airport, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know DCA when I see it, and that was DCA. That is Reagan National. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I, these are things that I thought was charming <laughs> because <laughs> okay. I don't care about that stuff if the story is good. But then things started to fall apart. <laughs> it went awry, as they say in the English community. <laughs> it went amok. <laughs> <laughs> and for that reason, my general thoughts on the movie, because of how it ended, mm-hmm. is the movie is bad. Not because of the production value. Not because of the audio, not because of the mm-hmm. locations and budget constraints. Right, right. But because the story that this filmmaker chose to tell was irresponsible. And the Agreed. way she chose to tell it. That's Agreed. why the movie's bad to me. As y'all know, I'm not, I don't go easy on showing black trauma and black death. I don't go easy on that. You mm-hmm. can go back listen to A Girl Like Grace. I, I, I don't do that. So that's my thoughts. I was very, very willing to look past all the flaws of the filmmaking, but the director chose, the director who was also the writer and also the editor and also the visual effects and also the sound editor 
Yeah. And also, I wrote it all down because they said it in the credits. And also the colorist and director Ooh, and writer. Um, she chose to tell a story that wasn't um, responsible or worth telling. So... Agreed. Let's get into some specific scenes. I feel like this is going to be a pretty juicy episode. At the end of the episode, <laughs> Sydney is tasked every episode with telling us, with nominating an actor for Who Came to Act is the award we give out here on the New Chitlin circuit. I actually, you know, shoot me down, Sid, if this is this goes to the board, yes or no, you're the board. Mm-hmm. I would like, because I can tell that this is going this is a movie that's gonna receive a lot of criticism today. Mm-hmm. I would like to pilot <laughs> a a commemorative award. Okay. <laughs> for not not necessarily a person all the time. <laughs> it's um you know, it's Paul Hollywood has a handshake. I would mm-hmm. like to give the equivalent of that, like a tip my hat to a certain department of the movie. You know, okay. It's, mm-hmm. I want to I want to do that later on in the episode just to make sure <laughs> that while while a movie may not come out all right, mm-hmm. somebody did something good. I can agree to that um, for this episode. Uh, because this movie was um, it was a tough one to get through, and so I understand that. Because you know what we what we do here on the show is we like to celebrate uh, black indie movie creators and those who act and participate in creating these films. That's what we do. We don't bash. Um, so somebody did do something nice, as you would say, to get this movie made, and Guys, for that, Sydney's eyebrows. I- <laughs> Are like I six inches it. away from her eyes. <laughs> like, <laughs> eyebrows are on your hairline right now. <laughs> I will allow this new entrant uh, to the award ceremony. Thank you. I gotta come up with a nice title for it, but that I, I just I feel somebody deserves some some praise somewhere. Let's start. We like to start with the opening scene here. Um, so the opening scene is her friend, who I thought was her mom. I did too. Um, she looked a lot older than her. Yeah, they're driving around supposedly to the city, but they're actually driving around Haynes Point in DC, across the hmm. water from um, the wharf. We've been down there. That place where we went to ride our bikes. We're like down by the water. Oh the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just a little Easter egg for me, and I thought it was charming because I'm like, oh, how what a nifty production hack to more easily and safely film a, a car yeah. scene. Could you tell me what you were thinking when the movie first started up? Because <laughs> um, you're, you're letting me do a lot of talking because <laughs> I can tell you're holding back, Sydney. We're 13 minutes in. We've said, we've restated twice the mission of the show and made yeah. it clear that our intention is not to bash any creators. Miss uh, Ellie... Um, Spur. So, Ellie Spurs. Mm-hmm. You keep creating. She's not a black one. She's white, right? I think so, because I found her Instagram, and there are a lot of, like, images of white people and women on there, so I'm assuming she's a white woman. Okay. Well, whatever color she is. And I never I never met a black girl named Ellie, so I'm going to just do it like that, too. Well, nevertheless, you know, Ellie, keep doing your thing. Keep working. Keep working at it. Um, 
so it's 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 all love here on the new Chitlin circuit. Sydney, mm-hmm. you, you have to be honest. No one's gonna yes. keep listening if you're yeah, <laughs> I, I you guys tune in every week. We have to be honest with you. <laughs> yes. Uh, opening scene, the first thing that I think that was uh blatantly obvious, but also clearly because of budget constraints and this is like a whole long segment of did it just need more money or yes and no because the story like you said was irresponsible but more money to correct audio issues and lighting things yes I think that would have at least made it more bearable for me because with the story already going off track and then these other things not being what they're supposed to be it's like uh. But the opening scene, it opens with a chick playing a guitar and she's Mm -hmm. singing some song. (laughs) Um, And it's like a butterfly following her or something. And that's when we like pan into uh, Michelle and Lucy in a car having their conversation about Mm -hmm. uh, not having a man, even though Michelle do got a man. We just don't find that out till like 40 minutes into the movie who that black man is. An hour. An hour. Okay. And, um, (laughs) Did you did you stay? Did you watch the credits at the end? After it said acknowledgement to um, our Father God, I cut it off. <laughs> I did write a note about the first credit in in the end credits is uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going, oh our 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 Lord Jesus Christ, and I said Jesus was in this. That's <laughs> listen, Wait a minute, I did not see Jesus in this movie. That's oh no. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> it's Y'all been a long put day. That on the movie poster, if Jesus was top build, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, if you had watched past that, you would have. <laughs> After I saw that, I, I cut it off. <laughs> if you had, had watched enough. past the Jesus credit, <laughs> you would have saw that the lady with the guitar <laughs> is an angel. What? What? What do you mean? She's an angel, like an angel from above in the heavens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only reason so it's funny was is because the they movie. didn't mention it. They didn't talk. It was weird that she was in LA and then she was also in DC. <laughs> But they didn't mention it, and they didn't even pray in the movie. <laughs> that's why. That's why the Jesus thing at the end was surprising. Like when we watched "I'm in Love with a Church Girl," it was a Jesus movie, so right. it, it's a church it girl. wasn't surprising that they was like, you know, shout out to God. But right. this one, they didn't mention God at all in the movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> nevertheless, yeah, she was an angel. She's credited as an angel. Um, oh, okay. I'm glad that you brought up our. Um, here we have a rating that's like a, a framework of the mm-hmm. new Chitlin circuit that is called, did it just need more money? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> right. And we've given this cause some movies like it's just solid. It just needed more money. And right. sometimes I've, I've flipped that and said that a certain, like certain movies need less money. I've, I said mm-hmm. that about the last fall. Like you just have too much money to spend here. Right. This movie is neither. We're, I'm now making a third iteration of mm-hmm. did it just need more money? Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's let's get into it. It didn't need more money. It needed a smaller scope. <laughs> like <laughs> in the in the spirit of in, industrious and independent filmmaking, you have to be scrappy. You have to be resourceful, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But you can only be so scrappy and so resourceful. This woman 
Ellie Spurs, ma'am, you wore <laughs> six hats in this yeah. movie. You know, I can't imagine how much work and how much energy and like long nights she put into finishing this movie. Um, mm-hmm. When really, you know, of course, more money would have would have helped. But right. limiting the scope, if you know you have a small budget, and this is like to like, this is what I've learned from my reading and my my writing, the, mm-hmm. my reading and my watching. If you have a small scope, make a small story. Don't write something right. that requires two different cities and two different offices, and mm-hmm. like don't don't write and a bunch of restaurant scenes. Don't write stuff like that. You know, right, right. So That's it didn't need. More money, really. It needed to narrow down this this script. <laughs> yeah, and that also happens, I think, too, to that same point because she was the producer and director and writer and editor and sound person. There was no one there to say, Mm-mm, "Girl, this ain't it." Like yeah. you know, if somebody yeah. else is putting their money into something, they're gonna say, "Oh." No, nah, because I'm like an EP and I'm investing in this movie and we want to make a little change. We this is not how we going to do this. And yeah. that that is all. Like, collaboration is needed sometimes. Unless you're Tyler Perry, uh, collaboration is needed. Um, So I want to get into the story because I feel like we can have a... a like, I, I'm off my high horse about filmmaking. And mm-hmm. I'm ready to get into it. So Michelle is our main character. She yeah. flies across the country from L.A. to D.C. for work to try and close... Um, Alex a deal of some sort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and she runs into uh, her, like, maybe an old flame or just a guy who's been pursuing her for a while. Luke. Yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. that they was both clearly crushing on each other in the office, like in Why Did I Get Married Too? When she was having that quote unquote emotional affair <laughs> with her co worker. Mm-hmm. It was like that, but they never, yeah. Um, yeah. So he's trying to get with her. He takes her out. And the, the one thing I will say about the movie that the, the, the shots are very long. Yes, they are. <laughs> like we spent a good six, like 60 seconds just watching her get out of a car and open mm-hmm. a door. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of that. And it takes a while for us yes. to get to the point. And I will say there is also a lot of ADR because clearly whatever mics they had on set when they were filming didn't pick up sound well or had too much background noise, but they tried Mm -hmm. to not only recreate the dialogue between all the characters, but also the background noise sound of like restaurant chitter chatter that was too loud or the iPhone dings that were way too loud that were distracting. Uh, It was a lot. They, you could have spent more money on better audio equipment and less on studio time. Yeah, Miss Ellie Spurs was the sound <laughs> editor as well for yeah. the movie, and I, you know I, I'm sure she can. Um, I'm sure she could have made a better movie if she was able to just do one job. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, exactly. this is it's it's the curse of of making your own film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just small things, just because you know I we joke. I'm the editor of this podcast, <laughs> and like when you take. I might cut this because it's like no one cares. <laughs> but mm-hmm. when you take a piece of audio, like um, there's a part where Michelle is talking on the phone in the hallway. Yeah. But you can tell that the track, they they 
put the track of the other person on the other side of the phone talking, but they cut mm. off Michelle's track. So it's jarring. Yeah. But what you want to do is keep the track running so that the environmental right, right. sounds don't sound Continue. so jarring. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's small stuff like that. You really can only learn if you just edit, like, <laughs> like you, can't yeah, that's go, true. you know, that's true. um, yeah. I ain't gonna hate on you too much, Miss Spurs. Cause <laughs> um, the audio, I knew what I was getting into. The audio is the worst part of the movie. Um, yeah, it is. So she meets Luke. They end up talking. They don't really share any information. About 30 minutes into the movie, I have no idea what the premise is going to be. None. Um, and we still have no idea. Like, we kind of get in, we have some sort of, like, idea of how she and Luke know each other, but we really don't know, like, what is this weird awkward relationship between the two of y'all? Did, like, are you an ex-boyfriend? that like just went wrong or are you just a former co-worker and she don't want to talk to you no more i don't get it yeah yeah and so that just drags on a little bit and then she so she's at work also and the the dialogue um it, nobody sounds like they know what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all she's talking about what did she say that i was like girl what are you talking about um about like getting more consumer buy-in or something like that. And then she said, we need to up our uh, stabilization. I said, what are you saying? It's just words. Which yeah. maybe, maybe this is hot. Maybe this went over our head. Maybe it was satire about corporate jargon. And no, you're not buying I don't it. Think, I'm not. I, I think they thought that the writer, I think uh, she thought this is what happens in corporate offices. And it didn't translate. <laughs> I do want to talk about because there are a few parts of this movie that I wasn't so focused on how poorly uh executed the scene was. I was actually into it. Like I was actually watching mm-hmm. and like, you know, caring about the thing that was going on. And yeah. the Indian lady, I, okay, we're gonna have to talk about race. <laughs> <laughs> In this movie, because that's what the trailer doesn't tell you is that it it's not. a race movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the first hint that we get that it's a race movie is her coworker mm-hmm. Michelle's a black woman, and she works yeah. with another black woman and an Indian woman. They mm-hmm. out for drinks after work, and the Indian woman says something about being colorblind. Like, oh, they was talking about a first black female CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. The Indian girl was like, why do we have to always talk about color? Why can't she just be the first woman of a Fortune 500 company? First off, bitch, because right. that's not true. <laughs> that's, there already is what women CEOs. <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking about. Second, what the hell is wrong with saying black? Who sent you? Did Gina, did Gina Rodriguez send you? <laughs> did she send you? Mm, who was up to, is this Jamila Jamil? <laughs> Who's, whose work is this? <laughs> mm. oh, God. And I guess the other lady, the other girl tried to like tell her that that wasn't like <laughs> correct. Right, right. But then that just gets swept under the rug. And I'm thinking, okay, movies of this age have a throwaway line. Like people talk about race over drinks. So maybe that's just all it is. I guess. Right. Yeah. Even though I don't talk to my coworkers about race over drinks. Keep that at home. I I live in D.C. You can't get around it. Oh. Mm-mm. Speaking of D.C. and race, 
white people is crazy <laughs> today is january the 6th y'all <laughs> and i've gotten so many texts today of people saying are you safe knowing i don't damn leave the house <laughs> in the words of uh karen huger from uh one of my favorite housewives of all time clankety clank clankety clank you better go talk to your husband when he picking up that soap because all of them need to be in jail how did you even connect that you was talking about the riots in D.C. But, <laughs> oh, I hope that, I really hope there's a listener out there right now. I hope one of you guys understood that. Because <laughs> it, you watch too much Housewives. I don't even know how you made that connection. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, it, shit is crazy here. But so this movie... Here's where I am going to apologize to you, Sydney. Please, because I think I deserve an apology. I've been waiting. Uh, We're 27 We're about halfway through the episodes. Yeah. And now (laughs) it's time for me to apologize. I was not going to apologize to you for offering up an indie movie um, that just had bad audio or maybe didn't have the best dialogue (laughs) or the best (laughs) acting. Like, Mm -hmm. no, I'm not going to apologize for that. Um, But that's what we do here. We watch independent movies. And sometimes filmmakers don't have access to all the resources so no i was not gonna apologize for that and i was ready to dig my heels in the sand until we got to the last 20 minutes of the movie (laughs) 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 which is we are really gonna need to talk about that so that i will apologize for because i had no idea that miss spurs would take it there so terribly (laughs) yeah well let's get into it then right so after we see, yeah, her and Luke in this quasi-relationship they had at some point in time, uh, which we find out a little bit after, like maybe 10 minutes after that, because they sit and stare at each other for five minutes at a table, that he has been like longing for her for two years, but hasn't spoken to her. So he comes off kind of stalkerish, right? Yeah. Um, I guess they agree to have a business dinner at some point. But uh, they both break off. He goes to talk to some client and she's like answering a phone call from Lucy and she bumps into this other man. My note there is who is his Wizard Kelly looking Negro? Um, <laughs> because <laughs> the sound effects, they made it sound scary. So that's that's also why I was interested in the movie because I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. a romance and like somebody is like chasing her and she on the run. I thought this was her abusive ex-husband or something. Mm. Tyler Perry has ruined me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But no, it wasn't. It was supposed to be romantic, but yeah. the, the actor, the actress who plays the main character, bless her heart, <laughs> she overacted in yes, her face for the whole movie and way, way, way underacted in her body. Yes. <laughs> and in her voice, like intonation matters. It didn't, she didn't like. It was very monotone. Like her, there was no like you know when you lie in your voice gets a little higher, or when you want to be mm-hmm. dramatic. It was look, y'all. I took an acting class for one summer, okay, when I was like twelve. <laughs> the expert. They ain't have to know that, Sydney. You the I'm expert. I'm just saying. So you know. But anyway, yeah, I didn't know what to think of him either because they made they didn't show his face. So I was like, oh, he's scary. Like he's out mm. to get her. Right, but same. No, it's romantic, and they end up on a date a few minutes later in the movie. Yeah, and so she just leaves Luke behind. That was never answered. Now he blowing up her phone like a psycho. Mm-hmm. Girl, tell him you out. But we also find out that Luke and his mystery man know each other. Yeah, mm. they work together, and they don't know they messing with the same girl. Yeah. <laughs> 
They don't know. That's why I was interested. Halfway through the movie, I was like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I thought it was going to be something. Like, I had no idea <laughs> where we were going. Anyway, they end up on a date. Shit gets weird at the restaurant. They leave yeah. the restaurant. And the one thing, I, you know, constructive criticism, <laughs> Miss Spurs, <laughs> is that too much of the dialogue is characters, like, prying information out of another character who won't give it to them. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. it doesn't, and I end up not knowing the nature. Of, I didn't know they were married until they got back to his apartment. Like yeah. with twenty minutes left in the movie, I didn't know that they were married. I thought that this was just some nigga. <laughs> Agreed. Like okay, so you work with him too, and you also had a fling with him. Good for you, girl. Two niggas in the office, but like, I I'm guessing too much as a viewer. Like a little bit of like, ooh, what's gonna happen next? Edge of my seat is great because it keeps me watching. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, if it's all of that, I'm uninterested now because like, yeah, what the hell? Because I don't know what to root for. <laughs> right. I don't know what to root for or what to like be scared of because I don't exactly. know anything. What's what? So now let's get to it. So they go down to the Georgetown waterfront and they flirt and they're having a date, whatever, rah, rah, rah. Mm -hmm. And it's cute. And she fall out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm out there too. I said, did she just fall out? <laughs> <laughs> she just faints and he takes her back to her place back to his place and we see all these pictures and the wedding announcement and him are just pictures of him and her and i'm like oh my god this is like fatal attraction like he crazy because <laughs> i I really didn't know what was going on. At that when I when he got back to the uh, apartment, I said, "Oh, finally, some mess." Now I'm interested. But <laughs> it just went down. Yes. <laughs> so they talk, and it turns out this is over an hour into the movie, guys, <laughs> and we find out this is her ex husband, mm -hmm. really just estranged husband. They never got divorced. She just ran off yeah. after they lost their child, their seven year old child. Which to mm -hmm. me, I'm like, oh, like what happened? Gun right, I guess right. it was trying to be foreshadowing because in the restaurant, the news is talking about uh, a, oh. a black boy who was killed by police in Montgomery in a, in a different city. But I'm like, okay, mm. like every movie got that. Like, I right. like I don't. <laughs> right. I thought it was another like, thing with with the race conversation. Like, because even yeah, in the restaurant, when her and uh, what's his name, David, when Michelle and David are on this date, he bumps into an old friend, I guess, who owns the restaurant, and they recite. Mm -hmm. Like lines from the Constitution to each other. That was the "I Have a Dream" speech. No, I, I thought it was the Constitution. It was, was "I Have it, a Dream." Speech. Did they not say "little white boys" and "little"? <laughs> no, they didn't. They were talking Am about. Um, I thought they said something from the preamble. No. Well, hell, didn't mm. MLK quote that in his speech? So it could be both. It could because my note says, is these niggas quoting Martin Luther King <laughs> in the Indian <laughs> restaurant? And Aaron, the real. We need to talk about that. <laughs> the reason that they start quoting shit like this to black men <laughs> is because one of them is married to an Indian woman. So then oh, David yeah. goes, oh, man, you so lucky married to an Indian woman. I just can't, you know, two people, two different cultures bridging things. And I was like, OK, that's weird. And then they both it's start true. quoting motherfucking... <laughs> They civil rights shit. This was so unnatural. Now I know. Naturally, I take back what I said earlier. I know Ellie Spurs is white. Gotta be. <laughs> Gotta what be. The what the fuck was that? So we haven't even gotten to the real race part of the movie yet. 
the Ooh, reason why I'm sorry. Because the rest of this stuff I can explain. Let's yeah, let's get into the race stuff. The the real crazy shit, right? So um he leaves his beanie, which now we should really know she white, because I don't think black people say beanie. We just say like, do we say beanie? No, like hat. Scully, skull Scully. cap. Yeah. Um hat. Just hat. Hat. Just hat. Right. He leaves his hat at the restaurant they were at. And he calls the owner. He's like, hey, man, can you get my hat? I'll come pick it up. He offers to bring it to the apartment. The guy and the weird-ass waiter who, like, ran off from their table both show up Mm -hmm. to their apartment. And, you know, it's weird vibes. We don't understand why this white man is here. Um, And then Luke shows up. So now I'm like, oh, okay, wait a minute. She about to get caught in the act. Cats at the back. So I'm thinking this is about to be... Like, look at you in here laid up with him, right. but you kick him with me, you're going out on dates with me. Mm. I'm thinking the cat, like, the shit's finna hit the fan. And right. I'm still invested at this point, Sydney. I'm still like, wow, yo. Miss <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> Spurs, you had me at this point. I was, mm. I was fine with the first hour of this movie. It was a little slow. The mm-hmm. editing, which, which you needed. You just keep writing and directing, girl. What you needed was an editor. <laughs> That's it. And a sound mixer. But this part was juicy. I was like, oh, was. shit. Now Luke finna put two and two together and be like, oh, man, why you ain't telling right. me? Right? No. no. It, <laughs> it doesn't happen. <laughs> that was your easy point for, for to really wrap this shit up and then let us see some drama. You, you know, have somebody... two fans today. Right. <laughs> it could have been a fight, and then we roll the credits. But no. Um, um so I want you to okay. say what happens because it <laughs> I really do. Go ahead. I feel like okay. Throwback to um our episode Morris from America. We talked about mm-hmm. you know when parents make you read some embarrassing shit you wrote. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell them what you did in school today. That's what I'm about to do. Go ahead. I don't mind talking about it because I didn't write it. At least I could go to bed knowing that I didn't make it. <laughs> I just chose to watch it. Okay. So at at a certain point in the conversation, on the couch now, we have the black man who's married to the Indian lady. Why he's here, I don't know. Well, right. I know why he's, he's here. Yeah. Why his character exists, I don't know. Right, right. A white man who was a weird waiter. Strange. Mm. I don't even know the last time I had a middle-aged white dude waiter. Uh, Good point. (laughs) And Luke's ass is here. And the tension, and of course, David and Michelle. And the tension of the Mm -hmm. scene had everybody, me and Sydney, ready to, you know, get into some drama. Right. And then, but they're still talking about the death of David and Michelle's son. Which I did mm-hmm. not think about because I was just like, maybe it was gun violence, maybe it was cancer. I don't know. You didn't say right. anything, so I don't know. Right, um, right. Then <laughs> it comes to it. It comes. So Michelle blames herself for it, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, like was it was it a why did I get married thing? Or was, was it a car accident? That's in? what I thought. Yeah. Right. Um, and we find out that there was a police shooting, mm. and. The police officer who did it is, is the this waiter who is sitting on the couch and they all sitting together in a circle. And Kiki he and eating Tostitos chips and shit. But y'all don't recognize a nigga who shot your son? What the hell? Um, okay. 
So clearly he didn't get he didn't go to jail or nothing for it. He's right, right. here right. in your face. Um and then he re- recounts the story. Mm-hmm. This is where things go awry. My note says, "Okay, I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> um so we get a 10-minute flashback of the night of the murder. Mm-hmm. And this cop is a bad cop, like yeah. a big bad cop. This is big fictional version of a racist cop. Right. One of the hashtag bad apples. Yeah, a bad <laughs> apple, which we will explain why that's not okay. And uh, if Miss Spurs is listening to this, I would really like her to hear why this is not okay. Because it's not mm-hmm. just that I didn't like it. It's irresponsible and it's it's, it's just, it's actually incorrect. Yeah. And if I can use my, you know, our little platform here to <laughs> help her never make something like this again, I'm glad to help. Yeah. So we go on with this guy. He's talking about, you know, why are the blacks here and they're taking our women. And, you know, he's, he's, yeah. he's being like a very, like, like a, like Real a caricature yeah. of, of a racist. So he pulls over Michelle and her son. Um, David's not there. It's just Michelle and her son for running mm-hmm. a red light, even though she, it was, they intentionally showed us that she didn't really run it. It was yellow. It was up for debate. Right, right. He pulled her over just because he was looking to pull people over. He was looking to get a bonus and like make more arrests, get more tickets. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Pulls her out of the car for no reason. He's yelling at her. She's like, you know, giving him some lip. Which is literally is like actually she's just saying like what are you doing this for my son's here what's what's going on I didn't do anything we come from a soccer game right. and then they both get into the world's least realistic dialogue ever. I've ever heard <laughs> he calls her a monkey she says you have stolen from my people <laughs> our identity and you have stripped us of everything we have had so I will not leave this country son we helped. <laughs> this country sir <laughs> why she doing all this while she's hemmed up against the car <laughs> she got her face on the windshield and she's saying yeah. all of that they over here handcuffing your baby and you talking about some damn <laughs> anyway so <sighs> they throw her on the ground <laughs> and shoot the baby mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what Miss Spurs where she went wrong <laughs> There, there are so many moments. One of the places she went wrong, the biggest place where she went wrong is showing, depicting a child getting shot. Yes. Yes. Ma'am, it was 2020 when you made this movie, so you knew better. It sure was. That's not okay. Um, now, if you t- if you think about movies like well, before I get into it, Sydney, mm-hmm. did I explain that correctly? How did you feel at that? Point? Uh, you did explain it correctly. Um, and at that point, my only note there with a lot of exclamation points is, what the hell? So she face-to-face with her husband, her side nigga, and the mm-hmm. cop that killed her son? Mm-hmm. When is this going to end? Then I saw it was 16 minutes left in the movie. I said, oh my God. <laughs> I said, this is the man who killed your baby. Mm-hmm. But the tone of the scene is the camera's looking at Luke. This 
minor drama. Like, this doesn't even mm-hmm. matter. She didn't even fuck him. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> she didn't even really go out on a date with, like, that. Why was he there? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. You can't, those, that's like comparing like a paper cut to a, a gunshot wound. Like, right, <laughs> the, right. The tone is off. So, I'm going to explain to Miss Spurs, and I would love your help, Sydney. Um, yeah. Why that's not okay. So, mm-hmm. in a movie like um, Fruitvale Station, which maybe she, maybe I'm sure she has seen, because maybe I'm she sure. saw that and said, "Ooh, that was powerful to mm-hmm. show death like that." I'm gonna do it. <laughs> you know, right, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do it because that's that's powerful. You know, mm-hmm. um, but the difference between a movie like that is number one, the numberest of ones. That's a true story. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what happened. Yes, it is. I was, I was going to say that. So by showing the truth of it, it functions to to spread awareness for the story and evoke mm-hmm. empathy for the victim. Exactly. And yeah. This story is not true. You made this up. You chose to say this. <laughs> right, right. And right? I was going to say, too, like this also made me think back to a really Another good example of showing being irresponsible in filmmaking like this, Queen and Slim, when we have the sex scene in the movie and they show the protest happening and the kid gets up in front of the police and they show him get shot in the face during no, the sex No, no, the scene. kid shot the cop. Oh, the kid shot the cop. That's what it was. But then the kid What people got. was mad about with Queen and Slim was the very graphic end where, spoiler, <laughs> where <laughs> Queen and Slim get shot like a mm-hmm. hundred times, people were saying that's not necessary. You could have turned the camera away. We could have just heard the bullets and knew Gunshots. what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So the problem, Miss Spurs, is that you chose to you chose to depict not just it's not that you just chose to write a story about a dead child or about, mm-hmm. you know, a child being shot by police, which is something that happens. Yeah, it it's is. not that you chose to write about it. It's that you chose to vividly depict it, thus traumatizing and stoking up the trauma of any black people watching it. So you're not helping us. You're not helping right. me, right? By showing a dead baby, a dead black baby, you don't help me by mm-hmm. doing that. And it's already proven. Like maybe you didn't know this. I give the benefit of the doubt. Showing white people black death doesn't change how they feel. They know we're right. dying. And it doesn't stop their violence either. Yeah. So. They know we're dying. They saw Mike Brown lay in the street for hours. Right. Dead. They saw that. They saw the, the camera footage Tamir Rice. That boy was 12 years old. They saw mm-hmm. that. They've been seeing it the whole time. It doesn't matter. They don't care. Right. So if it's that you're on the side of things where you're like a nice, well-to-do, like white liberal here in D.C., which is mm-hmm. what it seems like. You, I'm letting you know you got it wrong, and it was irresponsible, and it that was. made your movie bad because your movie doesn't have a, a message worth looking at a dead baby to to get. Because mm-hmm. you spent the whole movie about romance, and then you Building jammed in drama. 15 minutes <laughs> of bullshit only to have us what <laughs> supposed to feel bad for this ugly ass cop? Right, right. Yeah. You fucked that one up. Don't do that no more. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how the movie ends. And, you know, the daddy jump on the cop 
and get to fight. Yeah, so he <laughs> he punches the cop, get him out of here. Yeah. After sitting and listening to the whole damn story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the end of the movie is actually like a it cuts to maybe sometime later, a few days perhaps. Right. They back on the damn water, David and Michelle mm-hmm. hugging and holding hands. And, and the angel back. And the butterfly is right there again. Yeah. Like everything is sweet. Right. Is the butterfly their son, I wonder? Is that symbolism? You play too much. <laughs> the butterfly was geeking me out, Because it was there too long. It was just there too long. <laughs> yeah. And then then the, the, the movie does the slowest fade to black I've ever seen. And then we see... <laughs> Acknowledging our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which but it was like on the cast list, yes. like Jesus Christ. <laughs> and that's when I turned it off. I said because Jesus was not in this movie, he would have not allowed that to happen. Um, and I shut it down. <laughs> yeah, here's the moral of the story. Before we get to the awards, mm-hmm. don't put too much dip on your chip. Because you did it. You could have made, if you had stripped back half of the elements of this movie, mm-hmm. take the cop shit out, take the yep. race stuff out, have that Indian lady be quiet, mm-hmm. <laughs> take out the different cities thing. Yeah. Honestly, you can keep it in there, but you didn't need her being driven to the airport. Like, think, like, why did you have that? Like, why did you, we didn't learn anything in those, in that first scene. You could have just showed her being picked up from Reagan. Clearly, you only had one airport at your disposal because you didn't take the drive down to Dulles to record there. So (laughs) show some restraint Mm -hmm. in the next movie and don't put so many things. Because I guess now I'm upset because I I was going to like the movie. I was going to advocate for this movie. Got to go with your intuition. When you sent me this text, was it Monday? I said, okay. I don't know, man. I'm going to let you pick it. No, I will not apologize for finding... A, a, a diamond in the rough. I will not apologize for searching for an indie movie with no big names attached and, and no big budget. Because, like, every fucking celebrity has a fucking production company now. That's, <laughs> if, if it was good, you know? we could have broke the story if it was good. You're right. It's just, yeah. It's just sucks that it wasn't good. We indie movies here. Yeah. It's okay. Sometimes they don't have the best audio. If yeah. you don't need to, because you there there are ways you can do better, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what I can't excuse is bad story because that's free. It is that's in the paper. <laughs> in the paper, do that. You're right. Yeah. Well, Sydney, I need to ask you who came to act. Yeah, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna keep it quick. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet this week. Um, I would like to nominate uh, Donnie Brown Jr., the man who played David this week for the Who Came to Act Award. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Why didn't I give it to Michelle's character, Stephanie? Uh, we mentioned it earlier in the movie. She 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 was acting too much. Um, and it was over it was over the top at points, but it didn't always show in her like body, but it was all in the face. Um, so David, uh, the fight scene and when you made her stay. We have got to talk about our child, Michelle. That uh, won me over for the Who mm-hmm. Came to Act Award this week. So congratulations, sir. You've been nominated. <laughs> I agree. I accept that nomination on his behalf because uh, I think he was the strongest um, actor 
mm-hmm. in the movie. All right, we need to wrap this up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I ain't got nothing else for y'all. We're going to be back next Monday and the Monday after that. Um, let's roll the credits. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, meet us in the Twitter streets at TNCC Pod or over on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N. And to keep up with our latest, visit our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com.